Hello guys, uh, we are here with the first episode of Be Transform and today uh, I have a very very special guest to give you a perspective this is a series where we are actually bringing all those who have transformed who have taken challenges head on and done something amazing in their lives for us to talk and have a conversation to share the story in first person and let us really understand what happened these are very new times and it is so important to learn from each other so that's why we are doing be transform series where we can learn from the transformers themselves Today in our show, we have Mikma Sherpa with us, and uh, he is a very good friend and somebody who has been an example of transformations. So, welcome Mikma to the show. Hi, hi, Alok. Hi, thank you very much for inviting. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing? I know you're rocking, you're enjoying, and you are going to have a great day. Wow, amazing. Yes, Alok. I love your energy, Mikma, and I've, I've I've been following you on YouTube, and whenever I actually See your videos or your vlogs and get so inspired. Uh, so I let me kind of give my story towards you. What I know about you, Migma, and you have been a facilitator, a very close uh, uh, to my heart role because I have been a facilitator for many years. So what I know about you, the limited knowledge I have about you, Migma, is that I know that you were a facilitator. You were doing team building workshops, and I saw you once in somewhere in Sona doing a workshop in the same property. I was doing it. Uh, then I learned that you had a event company called Q Show. Uh, I don't know much about it, but I know that you were doing you were reason behind some of the very very successful events. And uh, this this is what I know about you. Tell me your story. What has been your journey, Bigma, when it started? Alok, I am uh, from a place called Darjeeling, and in I was born in a village called Rumbik. And uh, so basically, I. I could not study a lot because my father expired when I was 12 years old and being ahead of the family I had to work from the age of 14 and a half and I was in a brief period in a armed force as well and then due to some medical reasons I had to come out then life uh, has been a roller coaster I worked a lot of odd jobs and then finally I found something in uh, in a Sterling Holiday Resort mm-hmm. so my first job in Sterling Holiday Resort was a uh, not a dishwasher, but uh, I used to wipe plates in F and service. You know, F and service is like uh, yes. so. I used to yes, uh, we were a casual labor, so I would hire as a per day worker. So I used to do wipings whole day and learn about room service. Then fi- uh, slowly graduate to uh, restaurant. Then I handled bar. Then during the bar, I used to sing occasionally. You know, there was, used to be an event uh, department in that resort. Mm-hmm. It used to call holiday activities. Then whenever there was a conference and some evening uh, functions, I used to leave my bar and go and sing, you know. Uh-huh. And then uh, one day, uh, and I, back of the head, I knew that if, even if I worked hard or do whatever I could, I will never be able to promote myself in the hotel industry because I don't have the education required mm-hmm. or I don't have the management degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I grown as a casual labor, got the job, permanent job, but then I'll, because of these two, three factors, no matter what I do, I knew that I'll not grow. So event was one department where my talent, if I work hard and I have a talent, uh, I will be able to you know, become an event manager or activity manager or something like that. Mm-hmm. So the moment uh, Mr. Pankas Thapa and Kiran Thapa was there, so these guys approached me and said, Mikma, you want to join us? Mm-hmm. I left the event service and moved to bar. Sorry, event. 
event. So in holiday activities, yeah, holiday activities, our job was to keep the uh, guests seven days busy through uh, various activities, and actually bonfire, trekking, rafting, and many things. You know, so during that period, I learned a lot about uh, crowd management, party games, and uh, whatever hospitality, a lot of other. So. Mm-hmm. During that two three years of stunt in the holiday activities, I had offered from throughout India uh, wow. jobs offer. Okay. Uh, so then I moved to Mumbai and uh, then worked from Mumbai. I worked in Bareilly, and then I worked in uh, uh, from Bareilly. I worked uh, in a resort called Heritage Village Manasar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there I worked for uh, three four years. Right. Then I uh, finally I landed my dream job in a Radisson Hotel, Kolkata, okay. as an event manager. So that was the day I it was like a dream come true from a casual labor to a event manager in a, in a reputed a branded property. Wow! So uh, that was that after I worked in Radisson for two years, then I moved to back to Gurugram, worked in Heritage Village for another three years, mm-hmm. and then I started doing freelancing because. What happened in my? Uh, I used to do everyday singing, party games, that that crowd management. One day I saw in a corridor, the banquet hall, one trainer was doing some games, and there were people around. And I just watched this guy is doing game, and then uh, I asked somebody, "What is this happening?" He said, "This is team building." Okay. And I do it every day, <laughs> <laughs> though I don't do it in the corporate. Then I uh, started uh, uh, doing these group games. Mm-hmm. For the resort guests, okay, you know the conference for IRS. So I used to conduct uh, during that day in the hotel. There was a lot of picnics, mm-hmm. you know. So picnic me game kara kara ke. After that, then so those were the studies. Then after that, I started freelancing. All right. Then uh, freelancing, yeah, team people hired me and then they used to pay me, take me wherever they want, and I conducted many many sessions. And then uh, so uh, what happened when I was doing a lot of team games? I was exhausted alone, so I was not enjoying. Mm-hmm. So I want, I had to reduce that because mm-hmm. if I don't enjoy, because I am not, I am somebody who does everything by heart. So I had to reduce it. That I thought of creating a parallel uh, uh, income source mm-hmm. by creating a company called Keep Show Event Management Company. Uh, so that I don't have to take all the assignments, you know. Right. So uh, yeah, because the time it happens. There's a time which comes where you know your time is it becomes something which is what you trade off for a business or whatever you get, and it becomes a little very taxing. That when you are completely involved throughout, then there is always a limit to that. Uh, very yes. very true. Yes. So that's when yeah. the Q show happened. Yeah. So then I stopped team building for four years. Okay. I did not take any assignment. I focused on the Q show and developed Q show from corporate events and small, small during birthday parties, from birthday parties to corporate events. Then some. Uh, so gradually, Q show happened, and then uh, it it is now three, four years now. I restarted team building. Now I'm in a. I was in a position alone where I can take a call whether I want to perform or not. Yeah. Now, yeah. How, so once a week or maybe uh, two, three months, a minimum crowd like two hundred, three hundred people. Mm-hmm. So that I enjoy first before the crowd. You know, so if I don't enjoy, the crowd will not enjoy. So that's the whole story. That's McMahon's team games and Q show story. So wow. that's all about me. <laughs> wow, that. this is so inspiring, uh, Mikma. You know, starting from a hotel as a staff uh, at a junior level, 
all the way to building your own event organization is some kind of journey i think even even this whole phase is full of transformations and i'm so proud that i'm i'm getting a chance to speak to you today this is really really inspiring to know and uh, as as you said yes we in in later stage we take call to do some activities uh, later as well because as a facilitator i know no matter what i do i would always like to go back and facilitate because that's completely in the heart you would love to do this yeah. work and you always want to go back to it but migma you see what has happened uh, since march 24th when the lockdown happened because of covid 19 there has been a dramatic shift in the event industry and the hospitality industry we uh, we were doing so many workshops before that and suddenly it came all to a zero the event and because we are both connected to the event world so closely uh, definitely we are all impacted and the people and the audience who is listening to this video is also impacted what has been your story of impact after the lockdown happened migma so uh, alok uh, like everything grows slowly so we were actually you know kyushu was in a very good phase before covid hit us we were working with a lot of japanese company i had actually become a japanese specialist uh, something like that you know i had inaugurated two three factories in ahmedabad we worked a lot of inaugurated a lot of factories in gurgaon so i was close, closely working with a very good japanese company Mm-hmm. and uh, we were very happy the company was transforming we were taking bigger event like oppo launch it was just like a dream for us some day like for somebody who was doing uh, family days only the launch of a mobile was a dream for us like next level for us you know mm-hmm. which needs a lot of good contents a lot of high uh, uh, technicians so i was very happy with the way kyushu was going and then suddenly covid uh, thing hit us and then initially of course i don't take everything seriously so then i decided to take my family and go for a vacation then i said why to go for vacation and dharma so let's go home because it's longer i came back to my village mm-hmm. and started uh, my youtube channel to keep me busy you know like ah, yeah, yeah, of- <laughs> i i have seen some of the vlogs of you trekking running this was like so engaging yeah. so after doing youtube for two and a half months initially i i also really thought it maybe 3 months 4 months then we'll come back then after two and a half months uh, i stopped enjoying youtube because i was not feeling this is very productive because i need my i have my family to take care you know and i have my uh, kids to educate so if events what if events industry don't revive and what what happens if i cannot survive with this youtube thing Mm. and so i was doing it but i was not then enjoying it mm. and i was not i was feeling unproductive and it was a phase where i was almost uh, uh like slightly hit by a low you know low and i was worried mm. and then i thought of doing something i can totally see that transformation and you know that that phase of low which which we in fact we all reached there some in some way when business which you are into is completely uh, kind of frozen and it comes to zero uh, you need to pay the bills you need to really get that money which we which is required i'm not talking about making a lot of money but at least the essentials and it is so so important that we need to do something about it but when the whole industry has sort of frozen now i'm so happy to see that there are opportunities sprouting up that we are getting inquiries and little bit lockdown has opened so little bit inquiries are coming around but you know again 
some little inquiries and a lot of people out there so there's a lot of blocking happening on those opportunities as well it's difficult to actually uh, uh, you know convert it easily but uh, this, this this we all have gone there we have this this is a time where and i have made a video especially for understanding change because it is so important for people to understand this change because it will take away things from you it will bring you to that loss which you have not expected you were not we were not ready for covid 19 year you were doing all well nobody was and it just happened uh, and uh, you know we all have been to that phase but i was really kind of getting teased by your beautiful pictures from darjeeling i know you are in darjeeling you have uh, kind of relocated from gurgaon there and uh, you you used to and you were kind of from, i'm following you on facebook and uh, linkedin and i keep watching beautiful pictures you share about it tell me the story about rimbik fresh what happened and how rimbik fresh kind of idea came to came to your mind so uh, i was always inspired by my great grandfather kurinji girmi sherpa Okay. Uh, he was uh, doing this similar business model where he, they purchase a good uh, produce in the village mm -hmm. and uh, take it by a pony or horse and sell it to town so that was our kind of a family business in the beginning my father was not into it okay. and uh, i was inspired by he was my role model uh, like always i looked up to him and uh, and then uh, in my ha home we have a, a lot of green veggies so my mother takes care of it so i saw in, even in village people mm -hmm. used to come like my mom don't take money cash you know instead okay. of the vegetables and they come with the biscuits and breads and some chocolates you know to give it to mom and take the visa i said i i think i can do this i can sell this you know vegetables initially it was just a vegetable idea mm -hmm. i can take this vegetables buy it here and sell it in the market mm -hmm. and then uh, then gradually i uh, i started with this name rimbik fresh and started facebook page and you know we went wala you know we are very good in terms of creating content and ye to hum karte hi the to ye sab to ho gaya ab ab jab maine sab kar diya concept kar diya logo kar diya logo se baat kiya sab kiya and i had two uh, option in my hand alok i still had some money saved uh, and so i had two option to this to do this business Mm -hmm. so basically business model is to buy from the farmers yeah. you know and not from the big farmers for everybody even i am buying like 1 kg butter or one one small piece of vegetables 1 kilo aloo also i buy so i want i wanted to buy and, and empower or engage as many farmers i want you know okay. so that was whole idea but idea was to buy from the village in my village buy it and then sell it in the town okay. that was the whole idea of this business You mean that Darjeeling town? Uh, because I think your village is a couple yeah. of kilometers away from Darjeeling. Yeah, seventy okay. kilometers away. Seventy yeah. kilometers. All right. Okay. Yeah, seventy kilometers. Yeah, four hours journey. So, uh, idea was uh, I had a two options as I was telling you. One was the easy option to start this business. One was the tough options. I always like to challenge myself, you know. So the tough part was easy part was as I'm my store is going to open uh, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. 1 September in Goom I rent a store I design a store I create a store and then uh, source of material uh, produces pack it place it on this store and announce to the world that I have opened a store please come and buy mm -hmm. this could have been a very very comfortable journey alok right very comfortable journey yes and i the latter part which was a tough part was 
I do the same Facebook launch, everything back, take this product mm. and sell it on the road. Okay. So sell it on the road, you know. So in a place where I grown up, people look up to me like this guy has made something, company, blah, blah, in Gurgaon, Delhi, big cities. Mm. Now imagine after 15, 20 years, same guy coming back to the same area and mm. kept everything on the road. And I was literally shivering. I was scared. I was worried. And um, previous night, I could not sleep till 1 p 1 a.m. And then it was four hours journey towards till the town, taking all my uh, product, whatever I packed and bought, already bought. Right? This all is paid. Yeah. <laughs> Money invested. And I can and to the just, town. Villagers take in cash, right? The, I don't know if they. Yeah, no, no, so I'll I'll share that story also. Mm. When I initially used to ask them for our veggies and producers, they don't, they never gave it to me. Okay. You know, they said, okay, I'll bring it, I'll come in, I'll call you back and all. You know, what is the problem? I said, what is the problem? Why they are not giving me the producers? Mm. Then later I realized they are fed up with the uh, talks. Okay. Plus everybody comes and give them schemes and government schemes, apply schemes, NGO schemes, and we'll make the future. So they don't want to listen to the stories anymore. Mm. Then I realized they need the real motivation is money. So mm. I took cash in my pocket, okay. went to their house and told them, so this is the money <laughs> and what do you have? Then things start pouring in. <laughs> so yes. so I, I told my team in my uh, sourcing area, mm. we'll not negotiate with farmer and we'll pay them cash on the spot. Wow. Okay. So this is the only motivation farmer needs so they can revive farming right now, currently. Mm. So I, I came to a town and then uh, spread my producers on the road and people were, nobody was there to buy my product, right? They were just walking around <laughs> and they were looking at me. Oh, this guy used to be, you know, some event manager in city. What did they doing? COVID is <laughs> made him a vegetable seller on the road. <laughs> oh my God. Because, uh, so imagine a guy who used to conduct 1,000 people team building activities mm. and manage 600 people events in five-star hotels mm. and he's on the road among his vegetables and selling it. Right. And it was like a rock concert for me. I mean, I was, I was scared. I was worried. And so all these things were going on. But I, I said and told myself, Mikma, you have to face it. You know, you can only save yourself. Nobody else will come for you. If, what if tomorrow my money ties up? What if I, I don't have anything to do? I have to take care of myself. This is, this is what I'm doing. This, and, and then I, to motivate myself, I told, this is my product. Whether it's on the road, whether it is on the showroom, this is my product. It's my, my, I have purchased it. Yes. You know, and I am selling it. There's nothing wow. to be shy. Wow. So, this is like talk within me, you know, what I was going through and what I was telling myself during that phase. And, and the place initially that I was selling, a lot of people knew me personally. Right. And they came and said, oh, Mi'kma, oh, Mi'kma, you started a shop, oh, I'll buy it, I'll buy it. Then I was not stopping enjoying again. <laughs> this, this guy is not buying because I have a good price or I have a good packaging or I have good produce. Mm -hmm. They're buying because of me. Mm. Then I, I shift the, uh, I immediately packed my stuff. The sale was going on well. In between, I stopped it. I packed it. and took it to another place where nobody knew me. Okay. And then, then, then I realized that uh, when people uh, check the product, 
and then they bought it then i was happy okay now this thing will work because until then i was not sure alok after so much of money invested and so much time invested i never knew that this will work until that moment when people uh, like i was invisible and they saw my product they started buying it wow. that's my first road show Wow. So then I realized, okay, I think this will work. Yeah, yeah. Like so inspiring. I, I, I am kind of. I love to listen to a lot of you know leaders and a lot of speakers and motivational speakers. I think this is the most motivational stuff I have heard in recent times. A lot of people talk about taking uncomfortable action. A lot of people talk about going and doing the imperfect action and standing out when the times are tough. But how often we do it? and that's what it is really i i was not i was not aware that i am going to get something like this in this interview today which i have got from you this is absolutely uncomfortable action i am coming from a home my hometown is varanasi i was born and brought up there if you ask me that alok can you go there and sell vegetables to start with i don't know if i'll be able to kind of have that courage and it takes absolute courage absolute grit to feel scared You were scared when you you were unloading. You said you yeah, I was, I was, I was, yeah. You were scared. You were afraid. You're scared. You don't know what the hell is happening. Will I, will it happen? Will somebody even buy one pack? Yeah. And then you still stand up. You stand up and you show up. You show up and say, "Hey, I'm here. This is what I'm doing. Let COVID nineteen hit me as bad as possible. I'll still do it." Megma, this such such a inspiration. that you have started this way you have taken the hard path and uh, this is something which everybody should know and i would like to know my audience to know this that guys uh, a guy who has run a company who has got a place of respect and reputation going all the way in going 100% in and doing that imperfect action taking that uncomfortable action is what it takes to become uh, something in life it is true transformation when you transform you are absolutely different all together migma what are your hopes and what are your dreams what is now happening tell me something about it so the rebuild fresh uh, initiative when i started of course to engage myself and you know to take care and protect my family and my future but now what has happened it has i don't know whether it is a, a big word to share with you it has somehow kind it somehow it has become like a revelation in this district and uh, in a in a town that i am and farmers are coming to me and telling me hope you will not go back to gurgaon once everything is is down because we want you to continue this we want you to uh, you know make it a big in this so my tomorrow my first uh, store is going to open and then uh, rimbik fresh as a brand because what you know you know what is the uh, what is now i am more determined to take it forward the reason behind is in the first road so and second road so you know how many families producers that i was selling yes 45 to 50 wow second road so 60 to 70 tomorrow my store is going to open at least minimum 100 families producers is in my store what service i am impacting them directly yeah i, I yeah. know i'm getting goosebumps because of listening to your yeah. story what a service megma what a service tell us something about what rimbik fresh is into and what are you selling little bit about the so, yeah rimbik fresh is is of course a farmers market so we buy from the farmers and then we bring it to town and now i have a, a shop showroom and there will be sell and then from there we'll do home delivery and future we'll like to go online and sell it and send it to globally wherever we can so right now the idea idea my whole 
uh, the uh, idea in like in when you do events or something or business, you have a numbers, you have a target. I only have a target to add more uh, farmers in my list of suppliers. Wow. So I want more people to sell me so that they take a cash home and they get motivated and they start farming again. So that I get more producers, more variety, which I can sell it to the town in a cheaper rate. So there was a problem, two, three problems. Like as an event manager, as a businessman, we have to find the problem and solve it. The yes. problem was everybody who was buying from my village was a big buyer. They used to buy a lot of potatoes, a lot of skirts, uh, a lot of other stuff, but nobody is buying small, small things. Mm. So they're playing big games. And, uh, and they buy it from Rimbik and send it to Siliguri. Okay. It's Monday. Mm -hmm. From Monday, the subject comes back to Darjeeling. Oh, <laughs> middleman thing. And, uh, yes. Right. Even veggies. Even veggies, they buy it from farmer, they take it to town, give it to distributor or something, and they go to small, small shops. So by the time it reaches the consumer hand, it changes at, at least minimum two hands and maximum four hands. Wow. And how will they maximize the profit? How will they do a profit? Because either they mix something mm. in a produce or they uh, charge it higher. So, and product becomes expensive. When it becomes expensive, organic becomes expensive people don't buy it. Local people avoid it because it's expensive, right? So uh, that is the reason uh, when I buy from the farmers, mm -hmm. it is one point stop and mm -hmm. reaches the consumer hand. Right. So I solve both problems. I reduce the price. Mm -hmm. I bring the best quality in the town and I pay farmers cash and wow. I, I, I do a free home delivery. What else do and I do? Yeah, and I do all packed. Okay, you know, um, packings and they're beautiful. I'll try to show some of the pictures as well in my video later. And uh, Migma, you know, we talk about making business plans. We, we talk about scalability. We talk about going global. What I really love about your thought process is that uh, before you look at scalability and value and money into it, you're looking at two things. You're looking at your vendors that their life becomes better, the farmers get some benefit, and you're looking also taking care of the consumers, your end customers, that they get the fresh organic food in a reasonable price. And I think that's a very noble uh, cause to take it ahead. I, I have a lot of uh, best wishes for you, and I'm sure with such a noble thought, if you start a business, it will go to uh, any limit. Uh, and I know that it is going to launch tomorrow. Uh, first of all, a uh, big, big congratulations for taking this courage, Megma, uh, to uh, bring it to this level. And I hope and I think all our listeners will wish that uh, Rimbic Fresh will go uh, to success. And you, you already have got success, what, what should I say? And I'm really waiting that you start delivering in Gurgaon so that we can have some of your products as well. I'm just waiting for that day when Rimbic Fresh comes to Delhi NCR. Thank you, Alok, for inviting me. And uh, thank you, everyone, everyone. And uh, and I look all the best to you. Uh, and hope this series uh, reaches out to many people, and you get uh, good uh, viewership as well. And chalte chalte, zindagi ek safar hai suhana. Yaha kal kya ho kisne jana? Thank you so much, Jima. It was such a lovely. 
uh, thing to get you in the first episode of We Transform. And I am sure this will be a great start. I can't find a better transformative story than yours to start with. A, a great one. Thank you so much for your time and joining us today. Thank you, Alok. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. So guys, this was Nigma Sherpa with his story of transformation. What a story and what an inspirational journey he has. We will come back again next Wednesday with a new story of transformation. Till then, goodbye.